Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, June 9th. Present truth interestingly. Many people think that being truthful means to be blandly matter-of-fact. Bliss, however, is never dull. And is the reality underlying cosmic creation itself. In this respect, truth and fact are often very different. Align the truths you speak with the bliss of your own being. Now that is, this is so subtle and so interesting because the truth we're trying to express, I mean, I I guess I'm just going to repeat exactly what he says, but the truth we're trying to respect, trying to present, the real truth we're trying to be in tune with and to communicate is the highest truth of creation itself. Okay? Because what happened yesterday and where I went to get the newspaper and what the weather's going to be tomorrow and whether the air is clean today and will be worse tomorrow, these are all these different facts and they all exist on the level of this plane of consciousness. But this whole plane of consciousness is an illusion and there is a deeper reality within us from which we are always operating. Was it Thoreau or was it Emerson who said, you know, men descend to meet. And that that as they exchange on the level of the mundane, something higher between them is also communing. And so what Swamiji is suggesting here is that even in the most mundane experiences, we should also be trying to express the deeper truth of our own nature. Swamiji talked about what it was like as a disciple, as a young man, as a disciple, when he was living with Paramahansa Yogananda in the years he had from 1948 till 1952 when Master passed out of his body. Um, And Swamiji said whenever he was with Master, there was such a stream of bliss coming from him. He said he specifically remembers once Master was sitting there talking about you know, something to do with the driveway and the concrete and when the construction man was coming and what needed to be prepared. Swami said the more that Master just talked about this completely mundane situation, Swami said he felt this current of bliss just going up his spine, coming out of the words that Master was saying. Because even in anything that he was talking about, he was always emanating and even actually conveying um, his, uh, the totality of his consciousness for those who had the capacity to, see, to hear it, who had the ears to hear, which would be to hear the Om, the true vibration of spirit behind what he was really saying. There was a... Swamiji had that quality. No matter, no matter what we were talking about, no matter how ordinary the subject it was always interesting to converse with him. It was always, 
exceedingly magnetic to converse with him. You know, almost everyone that you talk to, almost everyone, at a certain point, it becomes less interesting. (laughs) You know, either part of the conversation or even to talk to them at all. Swamiji was never not interesting to talk to him. First of all, his point of view was fascinating, but it was also there was this commitment. I'm actually just trying to find a way to articulate it, just sitting here saying it. There was a commitment when he would talk, and he he gave everything he had to every conversation, no matter how trivial it was, no matter how small. He gave it his full attention, and it was always an opportunity for him to to transfer consciousness. I used to say it was, you know, it was just more interesting to go to the pick up dry cleaning, to drive to town and go to the dry cleaner in the drugstore with Swamiji than it was to do many other far more interesting things with other people because there wasn't as much truth conveyed through that. So Swamiji is also saying truth is never dull because bliss, which is the deeper truth, is never dull. And this is this brings us to this mysterious definition of satchidanandam, of, of the that's a synonym for the word God. That's a, that's a Sanskrit word for God, which is one of the most dynamic, ever, ever existing, ever conscious, ever new bliss. Ever new bliss. Because one thinks, well, I'll go into a state of bliss and after a while it'll become boring because most things become boring. But the nature of bliss is that it, every, every moment is a new moment. And so what we're, we're trying to communicate in everything that we're communicating, bliss is never dull because in every moment it's new. I can't speak to it from experience in its cosmic sense, but I can speak to it from the little limited experience I've had and partly from the experiences I've had with Swamiji. It was just ever new to be with him. It never became ordinary, it never became predictable, and it absolutely never became dull. It was just ever new. Something about it constantly con- was constantly renewing itself. Now there was a, there's a, an elusive thought here. Let me see if I can find it. Give me a moment. Hmm. Oh no! Unfortunately, it isn't there with me. Oh, I know what I was going to say. And partly it has to do with enthusiasm. I remember once, it was I myself who did this, but I remember thinking about it afterwards, how, how illustrative it was of a principle. And it was simply this. I was in a restaurant, um, and I had been served a meal that was very good. And my, but I had put down my fork, and it was resting on my plate, and there was just a little one more morsel on my dish. And the waiter came, and very appropriately and very politely asked me if he could take my plate away. And I remember with this very exaggerated sense, I said, not yet. And then I put the fork in and with great flourish, I took the last little bite. Then I took, put the fork down and, and said, now you may take it. And afterwards I thought, what was I doing? You know. But it, in, in a very true sense, I really realized I had learned from Swamiji that every moment is an opportunity for ever new joy. And every encounter with another person, no matter how mundane it may appear, and what could be more 
more mundane than a polite waiter standing next to you offering to take your plate away in a restaurant. But why pass up the opportunity? Why just have it, well, I'll use his words, why have it be factual? The facts were I needed to take one more bite and and let him take my plate away. But the truth of it was, we're all children of the divine, and we're all in a state of ever new joy. Why don't we just experience it? Now, it's not possible. We can't make a clown act out of every single gesture that we make. And oftentimes, such exuberance is not at all appropriate. But what what we really want to be doing, and here is when he says, present the truth interestingly, is to understand that, that if we're enthusiastic, if we're committed, if we're engaged, and if we ourselves are not bored, but are connecting with, with a deeper level of truth, then everything we say will also be imbued with that. I made a comment a, a, a few days ago, a few days ago in this series, um, about the fact that this experience of going through this book and having to give these little 15-minute commentaries on each of Swami's pithy, pithy remarks here has been a, a marvelous experience for me. And even if it never went beyond myself and whatever dear friend is running the camera for me while I'm doing this and running the recording, um, it would still, just for me, have been, have been worth the effort because in each of what he's opening up, I'm learning, I'm learning something new. This is a new moment. Only rarely in, in giving these is what I'm saying. Well, actually, I would almost say it hasn't been. There, there is a phenomenon because I do a tremendous amount of, of talking and sharing about these teachings. There's a phenomenon that I myself experience. And what I call it is when I am speaking from memory. And when I'm speaking from memory, what's happening is I already know what I'm going to say. And I just repeat something that I already know. And I explain it. And and it can be interesting because over the course of many years, I've learned a great deal. And just to repeat it from memory is is helpful to many people. But there's another way that it happens for me, for which I am deeply grateful, which is, it's not always that it's new words, and but it's always a, a renewed appreciation um, on a from a different from in this moment appreciation. That's the ever new quality of it. Even if I have appreciated before the wisdom of this idea, in this moment, I'm appreciating it fully and completely. It's not just rote. It's not like, oh, there's that idea again. It's like, there is that idea again. Because every idea is an opening into a different state of consciousness. And even and when I said it yesterday, I was a different person than I am today. So when I say it today, it's an ever new experience. And then also what happens when we are awake and ready is that you know you're going down the same path you may have walked before but it's a new season and a new time and there's a new vista so maybe i've thought about the power of truth before but never quite like this and so i i mean actually i hear myself <laughs> this 
how absurd. But right in this minute is happening what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm understanding what they mean by ever new. It's because when I'm experiencing it now, it's not yesterday. It's right now. And right now is completely different than five minutes ago. And and this is all about be here now. The only time there is is now. Being fully present in the now. And when we release ourselves from past and future and actually live in the truth of our own being, it's a constantly renewing experience. There's nothing... There's nothing at all stagnant about consciousness. Oh, there's so much that we don't understand. You think of eternity as just kind of like being a fixed thing. But apparently it's not at all. It's an ever-moving, ever-creative, ever-expanding reality. So truth then is always interesting. So if you're enthusiastic and you're wanting to communicate and you love what you're talking about or love being with the people or or are inspired by the responsibility or whatever it might be, that enthusiasm will make everything, make everything ever new. I was... uh, And and if you're in it, it always looks different to you. It's like you don't say this, you don't use the same words usually. Or if you use the same words, they're not the same words when you say them. Because... uh, you're not, the, as I said it, I'm repeating myself now, but you're not the same person who said them before. Swamiji sometimes talks about the phrase, I love you. He said, what could be more repeated to the point of being an absolute cliche? I love you. But every time someone says it to someone and really means it, it's like it's never been spoken before. It's the, it's the living proof of ever new joy. Something for us to aspire to, don't you think? So he says, Present the truth interestingly. Many people think that being truthful means to be blandly matter-of-fact. Bliss, however, is never dull and is the reality underlying cosmic creation itself. In this respect, truth and fact are often very different. Align the truths you speak with the bliss of your own being. Joy to you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.